Are we recording now? Because we didn't beep again. It's recording. We beeped at the end of the... Did you stop your file? No, I didn't. Okay, then we're good. All right. Beep at the end of the sequence. I just want to officially start this off by having my first taste of Mountain Dew Spark ever. Nice. For those who don't know, Mountain Dew Spark is is due with a blast of raspberry lemonade... And uh, it is the best Mountain Dew flavor I've ever had. Here, let me. Ah, now this is like really refreshing. That's awesome. It's it's delicious. It is so good. I really want to dump some whiskey in this when I get toward the bottom, though, just to see how it goes. I'm tempted to drink one. Do it. Gin would be good. Gin and squirt, man. That's that's where it's at. I'm tempted to drink one, even though I'm not drinking any pop or caffeine right now. I think you bummer. could allow yourself at least a taste. It's a slippery slope with me, though, man. It's I like, I don't deny that. I've been I've been there. Like I know what you're. I know exactly how you feel with the slippery slopeness of it. But this, like, if you, like this is the best Mountain Dew ever made. Just like, drink it next month. Like it's good. That I'm not a heroin addict because I feel like I'm at that level with fucking pop. <laughs> yeah, you can't just have a taste of heroin. It's like all or nothing, I feel. I can't just have a taste of Pepsi. I need to drink four of them a day. You know? Yeah, no, I trust me, I completely understand. <laughs> yeah, just stick to Pepsi. It seems a little safer. John, did you ever find the... The the berry blast one or whatever it was from Applebee's or something. You, they you can't get it anywhere except okay. Applebee's. So it is another one of their exclusives. And, and I I thought that Spark was a Kroger exclusive, but I saw twelve packs at Rite Aid. Okay, all right. So <laughs> we should all just go to Applebee's at some point in the future. Just sit at the bar and just order Mountain Dews, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> that one that one's really good. This is this is better. Like I think Spark is better because I like the lemonade flavor. Like I I like I like like the harsh citrusness of lemons with like berries is a very good combination. One Hell of yeah, my favorite is. beverages of all time is the strawberry limeade from Sonic is like I could drink that all day every day. I'd be so fat. The strawberry limeade was my go-to at Tropical Smoothie Cafe when they had it on the menu. They don't anymore, but they still have something called, I don't know, they have something that's also got, like, pineapple and mango in it or something, but if you order it without those, it's just strawberries and lime, so... Well, well, like, the strawberry limeade from Sonic was lime juice and, like, strawberry, like, ice cream mix thrown Mm -hmm. in it, so it had, like, real chunks of strawberry... And then they would put Sprite in it. And it was yeah. like, it was just so good. Like, man, I could drink it all the time. And they, they would actually like juice half a lime and throw that in the drink. Like you got chunks of lime in there. That's awesome. It was just good. I, I, I'm kind of miss Sonic, but the one over by us was garbage. Yeah, it's gone now. I never ate yeah. there. It's a Chipotle now. Yeah. I had that Chipotle yesterday. It's okay. Yeah. I guess... That would be the closest one now, right? Yeah. Uh, there's one north or, on Woodward in like north uh, of 14, but that's I think they're like equidistant, basically. 
They're yeah, they're well, they're probably equidistant from me. Brian, you but, might be closer to like Evergreen. That's true. Yeah. But I don't really go to those places. I just make Mexican food at home. That's fair. There is I did there try is the a, taco place in Clawson though, that whiskey tango foxtrot place. Taco. Whiskey taco foxtrot. Yes. Yep. Yes. It was it was all right. Yeah, we went there before the outside world became inhospitable. There is and, a uh, taco place on Evergreen uh called Las Casuelas or yep. something like that. Yep. And mm. that place is legit. It's pretty good. Like it it, it tastes like traditional like Mexican food. It is yeah. very good. It's closer to to a Mexican village restaurant than it is like a, you know, like a trendy yeah. It's clearly yeah. fish it's tacos clearly and like shrimp tacos place. The guy who owns the place or work like I mean he clearly has a Mexican background in yeah. food because the food tastes literally like the food I had when I was in Texas like yep oh. very good very good food and they season their chips which is something that I don't think anybody mm. does like they season it with their own seasoning not just salt like they have like a mix and it's like it's like their own version of a Dorito and it's delicious nice Ugh. Yeah, it's really good. I don't know what else to talk about. Yeah, today. I'm trying I, to think I, I'm of... like I'm like drawing blanks. What were we talking about earlier that we were like this would be good for the, SideQuest? The podcasting thing and how Spotify just <clears throat> closed their in-house studio down, but that's because they bought like Gimlet and The Ringer and Joe Rogan, I don't fucking know. Him Dude, as a person. Like, there's some yeah, serious backlash him. over Joe Rogan, man. There's like, well, there's he's like a people fucking idiot. There's like people making uh, fucking petitions, like yeah, medical a, professionals medical who are profession. like, yeah, yeah. They're like, this is this guy is fucking dangerous. <laughs> like, that's crazy. The there was one of my one of my favorite clips of the Joe Rogan show is Bill Burr on it back back in during the oh pandemic. when he called him out. For yeah. being a douchebag. Well, yeah. Joe, <laughs> Joe, Joe was like, "You're not wearing a mask, though, are you?" And Bill's like, "I turn on the news. They tell me to wear a mask. I wear a mask. They say don't wear a mask. I don't wear a mask." And then I forget what it is at some point. But like, Joe asks him some sort of question, and Bill's just like, "Well, yeah, but you couldn't do that because it would just drag your knuckles on the ground or something like that." And I was just like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> <laughs> it's like the only time that I've like enjoyed watching a clip of Joe Rogan. There was also one recently where some dude was talking because Joe was trying to be like, oh, you know, vaccines. It's like causing there's a high risk of some heart condition for children in a, of a certain boys in a certain age range. And then the guy who was on there with them was basically just like, well, yeah, but the risk of myocarditis or whatever it is by contracting COVID for that age group is much worse than that of like, you are eight times more likely to get myocarditis from COVID in that age range than if you are to get it from the vaccine. The vaccine. And Joe was like, are, are you sure about that? And he like looks it up on air and he's like, yeah, I guess this isn't saying the same stuff that I was reading earlier or some shit like that. You just read what you want to read, and you hear what you want to hear. It's just... Yeah. Joe Rogan's a dumbass. Everyone's batshit insane. I can tell you without a doubt that I know everyone is going to die at some point. True. Very true. That's you the deepest thing you've ever said on this podcast. 
deep truths on the side quests this week. Uh, <laughs> deep yeah. truths by Brian. It's like deep <laughs> thoughts with Jack Handy. But Everyone it, is going to die at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Period. <Watch laughs> You're all going to die. <laughs> some movies this week. Uh, one of them was Don't Look Up. I We just watched that on Saturday as well, or Friday night. I feel no, like it, Megan already it saw got it, a bad so I rap. Had a chance. I thought it was pretty good. Nicole was not a fan. I enjoyed it. But it also made me sad because I was like, this doesn't feel like a satire. It feels like the truth. Yes. This, it is, this a truth. is very true. It's, I mean, it's, minus the whole, like, I mean, there's like a giant asteroid or something coming yeah, comet, towards the coming planet. Out of Earth. Currently yeah, the, not the, happening, but the maybe. actual event it, itself presented in the movie is not true, but like the reaction and the disinformation spreading and blah, blah, blah that's throughout yeah. is what is perpetuating through our society right now. Well, like, and that's, a, that, that's the crazy thing is that the movie was written before COVID even was the thing. And it's so like, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, that, that's like, funny. The, like when I got done with that movie. If I were of if I were to have watched that in 2019, I would maybe feel it's pretty true considering something like climate change. But the fact that COVID has occurred now, I know it's a thousand percent true that that's exactly what would happen <laughs> if a if a comet was going to destroy all life on Earth. So I was just kind of thinking, like at this point, I'd almost prefer the comet situation over this COVID crap that keeps <laughs> dragging on forever. Yeah. Yeah, I would just like to know, and that in three to six months we're we're all gonna die. Well, yeah, no, it would just it would it would decimate everybody at the same time, and there wouldn't be it wouldn't drag on for three or four years. Yeah, <laughs> it just or maybe it would. I don't know. Like maybe it would hit, and this giant cloud of shit gets erupted into the atmosphere, and it just continues to spread over the entire world for the next three or four years, slowly killing everyone. Because it, there's no more oxygen in the air. It's just dirt. Like, we're just inhaling dirt. Yeah, I don't think no, that's I mean, how that works, but it may be. I mean, theoretically, I don't know. Are you well, a fucking scientist? Because well, I don't in think the, so. In the, in uh, the let movie, me just go ask my dinosaur friend. In the movie... <laughs> how did it happen back in the day? Uh, in the movie, it's like a nine-kilometer-wide comet. And it impacting the Earth causes tsunamis that are like a mile high. And it essentially, like, causes seismic activity that, like, tears everything apart. I don't know. It's crazy. It's And then everybody's like, we didn't see this coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How, do, how, could, how could we have known? We would have no idea. I gotta say, they must have had a decent budget on that movie. Because with all the talent involved and the fact that it, it looks pretty good. Yeah. The Netflix movie, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Netflix has a lot of money, sort of. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's true. No, it's all that Chappelle money. It was uh, I I was like I was excited for it because I really liked The Big Short, which is also directed by Adam McKay. Um, but I didn't um, I didn't pursue it because I heard how mixed the reaction was coming out of it. And then uh, on the it's film mixed cast, because people don't like when you actually tell them to their face how fucking stupid they are. Well, no, because I when um, on the film cast Jeff Kanata put it as like number ten on his list, and then David Chen was like. This, honestly this is my least favorite movie of the year like i hated this movie Dave, dave's whole thing i think was and it's probably in in comparison to the reaction that i had in the movie his whole thing was that he didn't feel like it went satirical enough it wasn't it didn't go full um dr strange love basically it was only like a partial <laughs> like it didn't 
And it's probably the point of it is it was written before COVID and they didn't think like it, they didn't push it far enough because Mm -hmm. we feel like it doesn't go far enough because we're living through it right now is basically like, I think that's probably where Dave comes from, but you know, it, everybody's, everybody's got, they're entitled to their own opinions. So I don't know if it'd be number 10 on my list. I was going to try and make a top 10, but anyway, Brian, did you watch anything else? Did you say movies plural? Um, yeah. Watched an old movie because it's the closest movie. Okay. I, I told, I talked to you guys about that weird pedestrianism sport. I think a bit maybe on the discord. I don't think so. I don't know. Don't it's know an old thing. Like there, it was a competition. I want to say they did it like the 1800s, maybe a bit in the early 1900s. I should probably fact check this stuff. But anyways, didn't you live through it? It was a, uh, his memory's failing though. He needs to fact check it a little bit. Um, it, it basically involved a bunch of usually poor people, I believe, um, walking in a circle basically for absurd amounts of time. And it was, it was kind of like a survival type event, you know, like whoever, Lat could lat outlast everyone else would win. Yeah, it's like the episode of that '70s show where Kelso's got to hold his hand on the bus the longest <laughs> to yeah to win or the car to, to win the car. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I mean there were other things that they would throw in. Like it, it I don't know. Like it was like kind of like in, or something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like an early version of a shitty reality show. It was, Joe, it was probably Joe Rogan's ancestor hosting Fear Factor 1886. <laughs> <laughs> I can't spell it, so I'm having a hard time. Anyway, what's out. the movie that you watch? <laughs> the only movie that I found that's anywhere close to being about that topic is called They Shoot Horses, Don't They? I've heard of this From movie. 1979, or 69, sorry. It's like a Sidney Pollock movie. Okay. Um, There's... There's some, some like, big names in it and stuff, too. Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda, yeah. She's great in it. Bruce Um, Dern. Yeah, Bruce Dern. (laughs) Anyways, that that, uh, movie is actually about a dance marathon instead. But there is, uh, like, a speed walking segment they do, like they make everyone walk as fast as they can for 15 minutes in a circle. So I think it's similar to pedestrianism. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty dark movie, honestly, uh, because all these poor people are competing against each other because none of them have jobs because it's the great depression and they're just doing it for the entertainment of the rich pretty much. And, uh, also, I just feel like it's pretty relevant to yeah. today, even though it's 50 years old. Um, I'm having a reaction. Bonnie Bedelia is in the movie. She is, she's most notably known as um, Holly from Die Hard, and uh, she was the mother on Parenthood, the, the matriarch of the family on Parenthood. I'm li- realizing she's a Culkin. Oh, wow. Like, she... So Bonnie Bedelia Culkin, yeah. So she, yeah, she's like literally a blood relative. She's 
aunt to Macaulay, Kieran, and Rory Culkin. Interesting. I didn't know this. The things another on the MGMP side quest. Another thing I did is Erica and I finally finished watching The Sopranos. This is the first time I've ever seen the show all the way through in my life. Nice. That was interesting. I've seen 0% of The Sopranos. It's a very good show, but um, it's definitely a bit uneven at times. Like, some seasons drag a bit. But for the most part, worth watching. Was it, uh, have they done any weirdness to it on HBO Max? Is it in 4x3 still? Or did they do what they did to The Wire and, like... Yeah, they did The Wire thing. Okay. Yeah, they they fucked with the aspect ratio, so there's stuff cut off. Yeah. It's usually not for someone that's had I had seen like the first two seasons, I think maybe in four to three. Yeah. Um, like a long time ago, but I I don't know. I didn't really notice too much that got lost personally, but I I don't know. I'm not an expert on that. I've like the whole wire thing is weird to me. Like I used to have the box set on DVD and I watched three and a half seasons of it. And honestly, I think part of my reason of not watching it is because it was just weird that it was in four by three and it was a DVD being played on like an HD TV. But then like when they talk about like how they tried to restore it to HD on streaming services or like the latest Blu-ray release or whatever, um, I like, I'm kind of like, well, that's not really what they intended it to look like. I think David Simon did like sit down with them when they did the wire stuff, but I don't know. It's weird. It's like, I need to watch it on this massive 40 inch TV behind me instead of, you know, as God intended on a projection <laughs> TV. But yeah. As God intended. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything else interesting that I've done recently. Yeah. I remember, did I post anything? Let me let me look in the Discord. Oh, let's see here. Um I did have the real sugar Mexican squirt. I don't know if I talked about that last time. No, I don't think you did. I didn't know that existed until Neither you did I. posted and a then, picture of it. Uh, some of it was sent to me from Texas, and it's really good. It's a little. It doesn't have as much of a of a bite to it as like normal squirt does. Mm. It's like a little more mild, but it still tastes really good. Uh, it tastes like good. squirt, obviously. I used to love squirt, but now it's like if I really want a grapefruit soda, I prefer the grapefruit Izzy. It's so good. Yeah, I, don't I mean, think there's I don't, a bad Izzy flavor. I don't. That's go true, to, but that one's phenomenal. I think we talked about it in the past, but I don't go to Squirt because I'm like, I could really use some grapefruit soda. That's true. It doesn't even like ring to me that it would be <laughs> grapefruit. Ah, um, uh, what else? The uh, we could talk about my Rob Thomas NFT. Sure. Yeah, what's that all about? So. <laughs> So, back in, like, 2017, I bought tickets to see Matchbox 20 
and Counting Crows. And, Which uh, is ridiculous in its own right. I mean, whatever. I like some Matchbox 20 songs. I like Counting Crows. It was like a September show. So you go, it was at like Meadowbrook or DTE or some shit. Go sit on the lawn and enjoy, enjoy some music from the 90s, basically. What time did it start at? 3 a.m.? <laughs> on a side note, DTE is now Pine Knob again. Pine again, yep. Yeah, as that's it good. should be. Um, that was the best joke I've ever had. <laughs> um, so <laughs> anyway, I, I like. When was it? Let me take a look here. Yeah, the day after Christmas, I get an email from fan page. So, mind you, I bought these tickets years ago. Years ago, <laughs> I have this email from December twenty sixth. Your Rob Thomas Christmas. 2021 NFT it says, congratulations. You're receiving one of Rob Thomas's first ever NFTs as a special Christmas gift from Rob to you. You can preview your <laughs> NFT here. <laughs> Make sure to check the certificate of authenticity as only one fan is receiving the rarest gold certificate NFT. 100 fans receiving the silver certificate NFT and 1000 fans are receiving the bronze certificate NFT. Everyone else is receiving the blue certificate NFT. These are selected and sent randomly, but rest assured, as part of Rob's first ever NFT series, each one will be coveted and valuable. On or before the 15th of January, you receive additional email with instructions on how to claim and transfer your new piece of Rob Thomas digital memorabilia. Merry Christmas. Preview now. <laughs> I don't want this. <laughs> Sell it. Why the fuck is Rob Thomas consuming electricity to make nfts i know why because of fucking money that's why he's doing it but like i don't know this is why we need that meteor to hit like yep we gotta learn somehow this is depressing i'm sorry everybody I, yeah i don't i mean i'm kind of i Corey was trying to tell me about some cryptocurrency stuff the other day, and I'm like, dude, I don't get it, so I'm just not sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I'm so poisoned by the fact that, like, if I would have sat there with my Windows XP computer in 2006 and, like, booted up a thing to mine some Bitcoin, I'd probably be a millionaire today. But, like, I'm never, ever going to be able to think about crypto and any fun i mean i would have sold that shit when it would have given me 500 dollars. who am i kidding like as soon as it would have been worth like i could have had three million bitcoin on my computer and it would have hit a price such that that three million would have been worth 500 dollars. i would have sold it and bought like a refrigerator or some shit <laughs> so i never would have actually been a millionaire but i could have the the prospect is there right and I'm just so angry about it that I, I can't even, you know, I can't. <sighs> Why does it cost money to transfer? Why does it cost crypto to move your crypto? It doesn't cost me money to take my cash and put it in another wallet. You know? You can get to buy a new wallet. Sure. But, like, say I take that money and put it in a hole in my house somewhere. Like, I don't have to pay money to 
just just to move that money. <laughs> yeah. This is our new segment know. called Old Guys Don't Get Crypto. <laughs> I, my biggest issue now is how much, I mean, we've further ruined the environment making this imaginary currency. Mm-hmm. And ruined one of my favorite hobbies, PC gaming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for what? So people can make money doing nothing. So, so that like, it's the American way, dude, rich, rich people get richer and like a few random people get lucky and, and, and then us poor people that want to buy video cards for our computer, play a damn video so we can escape this horrible reality where Rob Thomas is gifting you a Christmas NFT. (laughs) (laughs) Assuming we don't check our email on our said gaming PC, we can escape this horrible reality. (laughs) Do you feel like Rob Thomas is trying to push you around? Have you been here looking up Matchbox 20 lyrics just to find (laughs) out? No, no. I'm remembering them from my past. (laughs) (laughs) I feel bad that I we're being so... I just don't want him to think that I'm taking the NFT for granted. Yeah. You know? I feel bad that we're being so dark and such bummers. Listen, man. On the side quest, but... If you can't give that NFT your heart and make it real, then you got to forget about it. <laughs> oh. Do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't prepare the... Uh, the Santana riff. Santana button. On the- <laughs> <laughs> Should probably have one though. It's fine. It's permanently stuck in my head, so I can hear it just fine. Well, this life ain't good enough. <laughs> That's a song you can, can never unhear. My world True. to lift you up. I can change my mm-hmm. life, but also we'll move. Cause you're so smooth. <laughs> but it's just like the ocean. Last I'm time we sang, we sang something together and I lined everything up with beep 30. It was way off, of course, because that's how that <laughs> works. But then I was like, no, I can't leave this. So then I, so then I cut that chunk out and lined up our vocal tracks just so it would line up well. And then I, <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Perfect. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't let it be out of sync, even if yeah. it was funny. But you know, oh, good times, man. Good yeah. times. Here we are. So, if you have side quest top topics, please let us know what you want. If it's you want the us to review, of the year, we're catching our stride with this one. You want again. us to review a food item or a ghost kitchen or an NFT. No, don't talk to me about NFTs. If you want us to review some sort of new candy that's out, let us know. We'll talk about it. Or you could just give us another completely different topic topic to talk about. Is candy like a thing still like in general? Like did you know cuz like I I don't know, man. Do kids eat candy anymore? Like everybody's trying to be all healthy and shit all the time. 
Oh, I mean, I don't know if kids still eat candy. Here's what I'll tell you. Okay, I know let you tell, fucking do. You need like you, fucking three thousand dollars worth of candy from Seven Eleven or whatever. I'm gonna tell you a fucking story. By the way, my weekly Seven Eleven spending is down from like seventeen dollars a week to like three dollars a week. So I'm currently doing well in 2022. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so one day at work, probably like five years ago. Um, I, somebody brought in a bunch of Valentine's day candy that their kids got because they didn't want their kids to eat the candy. And, um, they had a bunch of the tiny conversation hearts in there, but it wasn't like the normal flavor conversation hearts. It was these like fruit flavored conversation hearts and they were delicious. And then the following year, I liked them so much from when somebody brought them in, I found them at Target. And I bought some, and I was like, these are still great. So then I went back on February 15th and bought, like, six bags. And Nicole took a picture of me holding all six of them. And uh, it's her favorite picture of me that she has. And they're great. But then the year after that, like, Nico, these are the Nico wafer people, like the Nico candy company. Right. Stopped. Like, I think they went out of business or something. And oh, then no. sold the hearts to like another company and they're back this year. And I've eaten like five bags of them already. And they're delicious. They're not the same, like only fruit flavored ones. Cause there are like, there's like a spearmint flavored one. And there's also a banana in there that I didn't like. They used to have like lemon lime and the one that I liked, but the other flavors are still great. And, um, it's good. It's like Spangler candy or something brought them back. But, you know, I don't know. For some reason, I really like candy that just tastes like it just turns into chalk in your mouth, but it's sugar. I those, mean, those conversation I, hearts. I did. See, I don't remember where I saw them, but I saw Big Smarties. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've seen big that ones. Not like the it's little ones. Like they were, they were bigger than like sweet tarts. They it's were like, like palm, big palm sized Smarty. Not, almost. not that big, bigger than sweet tarts, but they mm. came in a roll like the normal Smarties do like the cellophane roll, but they were big fat ones. And I was like that, those look pretty sweet, but is it yeah, like, I don't know. like Nico wafer sized in diameter? It's between between a Nico wafer and a, in a, uh, a Starburst or not okay. star, a uh, sweet tart. All right. Between that size, but they were Smarties and they came in the cellophane and everything. Cause like, I would like, I just remember like popping, like I would unroll both sides of the cellophane um, and, and you, you just you dump just it slide them mouth. all into your mouth. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. No. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I still love candy. It's good. But yeah, yeah I don't know. Those, I also those, love candy. Those, I think there's something, I don't know if it was like my addiction to Whoppers early on. Because, you know, like with a Whopper. Burger King or candy? No, the candy. <laughs> Context clues, Brian. Come I on. know, I'm just being silly. Did they not teach context in school back in 1892? No. Um. So, the when when I have a Whopper, I melt all the chocolate on the outside, and then you suck on the malt, and it just, like, disintegrates into your mouth, right? Right. That's weird. I like just that. chew on it. And so... I think there's just other candies that give me that kind of texture, kind of like the chalky conversation hearts. And then any type of like mint lifesaver, like your peppermint, your spearmint, 
those like also i don't know if they get stale or if it's when they're fresh or what the deal is but if you suck on them enough and they just fall apart into sugar in your mouth it's great but they also make ones that are orange like that those ones are awesome it's like dissolving pez in your mouth yeah that sounds good i like the sour icebreaker candies yeah they're they're mints but i eat them by the handful yep you know what I don't like is when candy changes the color of your tongue. And that's exactly what that sounds like it would do. Especially if it's blue candy. <laughs> Fuck that. I won't eat it. I don't know if any of this Back stuff in my day, candy had no fake colorings. Exactly. <laughs> it was Honestly, all I only, I only brown. eat chocolate. Variations of chocolate. I'm I'm mostly like chocolate, but there are some cases where I'm an equal opportunity sweet eater, I think, you know. I'll take whatever. I just need the sugar. Yeah. I'm amazed that I don't have diabetes yet, knock on wood. I think we are all amazed at that. So <laughs> <laughs> no. anyways, yeah. I think we're done with this side quest. Yes. Sorry if it was a boring one, folks. Yeah, but, I mean, if uh, you made it to the end of this one, man. Oof. Uh, yeah, you must be a fan. <laughs> I will give you my Rob Thomas NFT if you message me on uh, Twitter or something. And then it'll be worth like yeah, a million I got, dollars. I got in the five gold years. one, apparently, you know. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm done. I'm yeah, done with well, Rob Thomas. Let's forget about it. Yep. All right, everybody. We will see you next time. Peace. All right, beep 30. It's turning over now. No. (laughs) You're too slow, Brian. Are you kidding me? I didn't even have time to open my phone.